This podcast was first broadcast on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Go to radioverulam.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts and if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, the St Albans Sustainability Festival is over for another year, so let's give a big Environment Matters round of applause to the SustFest Working Group, who've worked their little socks off, bringing us this fantastic fortnight of events. We are so lucky to have people like them in our district. There you go, that's the Environment Matters round of applause there. Fear not, though, there are still events galore for you to get involved with over the next few weeks in and around St Albans. Now, to kick off, if you've enjoyed a street party over the Jubilee weekend and a whopping 142 streets across the district have, then perhaps you'd like to close your street to cars and let the kids play and the adults natter, or indeed play as well, a bit more often. If so, then why not find out more about Playing Out? It's a scheme that helps you to do just that. So you can find out how to apply to close your road for play and community building up to eight times a year in St Albans District at a free information session. You can either go on Wednesday the 15th of June at 8 o'clock or Monday the 20th of June at 10.30. Now both of those sessions are free to attend but Playing Out said that you'll need to book online and for that you can go to sustainablestalbans.org. Now, talking about community building, the Heart Community Group want to invite you to an event that they've got on the 25th of June. It's called, What Do We Need Now to Create a Better Future Locally? Creating a Community Resilient Future Now. It's at St Albans Museum and Art Gallery and it runs from 12.30 until 5. I spoke to Kimberly Hare of Heart Community Group to find out more about this event. Kim, thank you so much for joining me today. So just to start off with, can you tell us a little bit about the Heart Community Group? Just who are you and and what are your aims? Yes, Amanda, certainly. Lovely to be here. So um, Heart stands for, it's this kind of cute acronym, stands for Hertfordshire, Enabling and Adapting for Resilience Together. And we're all about local community resilience. We advocate for prioritising adaptation, to increase local community resilience as well as mitigation, you know, as well as bringing carbon emissions down. Um, and we, we really get involved in a whole range of things, a kind of focus on awareness, education, advocacy with local leaders, politicians, other community organisations. And we educate through our, our talks and webinars and retreats and workshops. And we also contribute kind of actively to local community resilience where we live. We've got a growing network of people now across Hertfordshire and we provide support in giving people the opportunity to engage in practical outer ways of uh, adapting, um, but also inner ways. So looking at our mental health and well-being and our, you know, making sure that we're psychologically uh, resilient as we face into what's coming. So really building a loving, kind nourishing network of people who are adapting and preparing and learning with and from each other. So that's really what what we do. 
Okay. I'm interested there by the concept of resilience, and that's something which is is key to you, the event that you're holding on the 25th of June. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you mean by resilience? Yes. Well, if I can just kind of go back and talk about adaptation a bit, because adaptation's often been the poor relation in, in the whole kind of climate uh, or environmental movement until recently, really. So we often use this metaphor of if you think of a, a car uh, going too fast, about to hit a brick wall, the driver's got two main tools. He's got the brakes, uh, which will slow the car down, and also the airbags, which will cushion the passengers uh, somewhat as as it potentially hits the wall. So you can think of mitigation like the brakes and adaptation like the airbags. So that's so resilience is about, again, in both external practical ways and also inner psychological ways of being able to stand tall and face what's what's happening, what's coming from a place of clarity and courage, well-being, strength, and most of all, kind of compassion and community. And, and it's it's you know it's it's easy to see that at the moment we're not just talking about uh, climate, although that's a very big thing. We face a number of interconnected predicaments, you know, as well as climate change. We've got overshoot, resource depletion, collapse of biodiversity and ecosystems, um, zoonotic diseases like COVID. Um, economic fragility, we've got the cost of living crisis, the energy crisis, we've got the war in in Ukraine, increasing social injustice, the potential for large numbers of climate refugees, and also I think a kind of a an increasing level of, of you know disconnection and, and polarization in society. So we've got a whole load of these issues hitting us all at the same time. Um, so I think resilience is really, really important. And our kind of mantra is if we wait for the government, it'll be too late. If we act as individuals, it'll be too little. If we act as communities, it might just be enough. And that's what the event's all about on the 25th of June. OK, so at your event, you've got a, a keynote speaker, then you've got a panel of experts and your, your main speaker is Professor Rupert Reed. Can you just tell us a little bit about him and what he will be talking about? Yes, of course. So, so Rupert is a, a professor at the University of East Anglia. He's a, he's a philosopher, actually, but all of his life, really, for decades, he's been a campaigner, a Green Party member. Um, he was a former spokesperson for Extinction Rebellion. And he's a really, I think, a, a, very, a very good thinker <laughs> and a strategic thinker. So his, his kind of current vision is to really engage what he calls the moderate flank. So people who would never in a million years go and block an oil refinery or superglue themselves to some something, but who are nevertheless very concerned, curious, but a bit, a bit confused about really what they could be doing. So people who care deeply, who realise that, you know, our world is on the brink of huge change, and they want to be part of something, but they're not quite sure what. So he's he's done it. He's just about to have a book come out on this, but he's written lots and lots of uh, things in the past about this moderate flank. So that how can we get, you know, not just the uh, small number of very committed activists, how can we engage millions and millions and millions of people in in stepping up to this as communities? So that's Rupert. And then we also have... Um, other other people coming along as experts. We have 
Ruth Allen, who, uh, who set up Climate Emergency Centres UK. There's now more than 40 across the UK. You could think of them as local resilience hubs. So physical places where people can come together uh, for support and, and share ideas and share practical actions where they can support and help one another. So they're springing up all over the country. So she's, she's coming along. We've also got some other local people from the Green Party, and we have also uh, somebody from Sustainable St Albans coming along to talk about their work. And then we have various people from Heart Community Group. But actually, the bulk of the afternoon isn't experts speaking at you. <laughs> it's going to be a series of smaller group discussions where people come together and brainstorm and you know, work out together after they've heard Rupert and others speak work out together what it is that they want to do, what they feel what they feel called to do, what is theirs to do, because obviously you can't do everything. So it's about people really getting clear for themselves and getting engaged and inspired uh, as to what they what they see as their role in all of this. Okay. Just thinking about the kind of people who you think would benefit from coming to this event. Who who are you aiming it at? Well, really, if this doesn't sound insulting, normal people, <laughs> uh, people who've got busy lives, maybe they've got families, maybe they work. It could be people who are concerned, uh, a little bit worried, but a little bit um, confused, but are perhaps, you know, sometimes put off by the most, the most radical activists that we see around us, uh, people who want to make a difference. People who care about the devastation of the natural world and who want to help shape something better for, their, for themselves, for their children and their grandchildren. You know, we really believe that this is the greatest threat humanity has ever experienced and, it, and is going to affect every aspect of our lives. So business as usual isn't really possible anymore. So it's for everybody, really, who wants to make a difference. Well, as you say, big challenges ahead and working out how to face them and what to do about them, it will certainly be helpful. So people are interested. How do they find out a bit more? How do they book for this event? Okay. Well, the best thing probably is to go to our website. So that's heart, like the thing in your chest, community group, all one word, dot org. And when they get there, they'll see a tab at the top that says upcoming events, and, uh, and this is one of those. And then they simply just click. It's all free to everybody. And happening in a splendid venue at the uh, St Albans Museum and Gallery on Saturday, the 25th of June, starting at 12.30, and then it's all afternoon. And they'll be able to see on that upcoming events tab uh, other things that are coming up, webinars, conversations workshops and so on as well just click through to the eventbrite link and they'll be registered lovely as you say you've, you've got a really very impressive diary of events coming up um, and I just wondered if you'd like to tell us a little bit about your adapting to an uncertain future series of talks you, you've got a lot of events lined up for that haven't you Yes, and we've already uh, had quite a lot of them, which people can find on our uh, YouTube channel if you just go to YouTube and search for Heart Community Group. So we've, we've had talks with people from uh, the Transition Town Network um, already. We've had uh, conversations with various activists. We've had uh, conversations with 
somebody from the European Commission. And yeah, the ones that are the ones that are coming up, Phoebe Tickle, who's a, a systems thinker, a scientist. We also have Amanda Scott, who's a, a writer with a powerful vision and runs a, a website called Accidental Gods. Lots of really interesting stuff. And also we run monthly two-hour webinars online where we, we go right through what does is, what is adaptation actually mean and how can we in our own lives make that more of a priority so that we become more prepared and resilient for the future. So people will also find that on the website. Sounds great. Sounds like you're very busy people. I hope the event goes really well on the 25th. Thank you very much indeed for telling us about that. Thank you. I was talking there to Kimberly Hare of Heart Community Group. And when I spoke to her, sign-ups for the event on the 25th of June were actually going really well with over 50 people already registered. So if you are interested, then go to heartcommunitygroup.org and book your place now. It does sound interesting, doesn't it? So you've got the playing out information sessions and the heart community event. So next, I thought that you might be interested in this one too. It's an event um, by Linda Schall, who we've heard from here on Environment Matters before. And she's going to talk about her real life experience of building and living in a passive house. It's on Thursday, the 23rd of June, and it's from eight until nine o'clock in the evening. Now, Linda lives near Harpenden and she's built or had built for herself um, an incredible new home to passive house standards. You can join her online to hear what she's learned and perhaps also to be inspired to consider home improvements that you might like to make in your own home. Now the session is just an hour long and it includes the opportunity to ask some questions. Linda very kindly showed me around her home a couple of months ago and it really is a beautiful house with lots of features that make it really good to live in and uh, very attractive in these times of super high energy bills. With all of the insulation in her house and her huge array of solar panels, Linda said that she has no energy bills at all. Sounds really interesting. That one does, doesn't it? Now, you can book your place at that event, which is on the 23rd of June, again on sustainablesaintalbans.org. And if you'd like to hear more about passive houses, then, well, why don't you let me know? Email me, amanda at radioverulam.com. You can message via the Environment Matters on Radio Verulam Facebook page or tweet rv underscore environment. And remember that if you're running an event and you'd like some free publicity, then head to radioverulam.com where you can advertise your event for free on our What's On page. And uh, one of our lovely daytime presenters might even give your event a shout out on their show. So that's uh, radioverulam.com. Go to the What's On page. And whilst you're there, do check out the podcast page. If you've missed any Environment Matters, then you can catch up with all the shows, including perhaps Helen Burridge telling us about Clean Air Day. It's coming up on the 16th of June and, well, well worth having a think whether you could work out how you might have a car-free day on the 16th of June or perhaps you can help spread the word by sharing posts on social media. Look out for the hashtag Clean Air Day. And before we finish, just one more thing to tell you about. The Cotton Mill Community and Cycle Centre is now open. It's at 12 Old Oak Lane and you'll find that just off Cotton Mill Lane. Not only is the centre a hub for everyone in the local community to you know, gather and enjoy the facilities, it's 
also a hub for all things cycling. Along with the BMX pump track and a cyclocross track, the centre's got an impressive cycle hub offering bike maintenance and repairs workshops, a woodoo room with ablution facilities for Muslim pet prayer, a function room and a cafe. And the centre also offers training facilities for local cycling and triathlon clubs. Now, as I say, it is open now, so do go and take a look. I'm hearing really good things about the pump track where kids are already having great fun on their bikes. It does seem so far, though, that it's mainly boys who are taking advantage of these great facilities. So if you know any girls who would enjoy some cycling there, then perhaps suggest they get down there and give it a try. For more information, go to everyoneactive.com slash centre slash cottonmill dash community dash cycling. I'm going to be back at the same time next week, but until then... Thank you for listening.